Welcome to the Realty Chronicles, a real estate podcast for people who hate real estate podcasts. And we are your unlicensed laugh therapists. Laugh with us or laugh at us. I don't care. Just listen. I'm your host, Taylor McClure. I'm your co-host, Kimberly Scott. And I stayed at a Motel 6 last night. (laughs) And I'm Travis. And I'm Travis Wilson. <laughs> Why? That was what? You can edit it, right? Oh, youngins. <laughs> How old are you, Hosanna? Like 22? 27. Oh, 27. Yeah. And Taylor, you're? 26. 26. Mm-hmm. I'll be Travis f- is 47. I'm yeah. 47. <laughs> be 48 next month. <laughs> But no, you're, you know, you're early 30s, aren't you? <laughs> I'm 47. Okay, no, I'm uh, I will be 34 on November 25th. Grandpa. Cool, so yeah, y'all can write that down. November 25th, <laughs> I expect gifts, I expect messages. <laughs> uh, really, just send me your referrals would be the best thing you could do. That is the best <laughs> because I need to live. Yeah, mm-hmm. are so, we ready? Yeah, or did we? Uh, did I mess it up? Ready, Was that ready. it? No, that's good. Do the claps help? Do you ever look at the claps and you're like, oh, Travis clapped. I better pay attention and see what that was, see it, if we need to cut something It out. did help when I just recorded it all through the phone, but now I've got one audio recording and one video recording. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. so it makes it nicer. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. Well, hey, exciting news. Hosanna Hill is back. Yeah. In the building. Here in K-Town. The first ever second guest appearance. The first ever second. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, Record-breaking. So you're the yeah. first person to be invited back on the show. That, <laughs> I mean, that says a lot, really. Yeah. What can I say? We, mm-hmm. Some of it is because you were excellent. You were an excellent guest, and we love you, and you're a big supporter of the show. A big part of it is because... The first time Hosanna came to record with us, we recorded like an hour and a half and it got lost mysteriously somehow. Yeah. And then we had to record another podcast and Kimberly and I just fought about coffee and lenders for like 45 minutes and Hosanna just sat there. So yeah, 45 of the 50 minute episode. So there was really great content on that one. So we had to give Hosanna another shot back in. And since then we've got the... You know, the updated microphones and headset and... Uh, mm-hmm. All the fancy stuff. Fancy schmancy. So, how are you? I'm great. How are Good. you? Good. Are you excited to be back? I am. I'm so excited. Are you nervous at all? <laughs> really? <laughs> People, uh, all the guests are always like, I'm nervous. I'm nervous. And, and last week or whenever we did it, I said, have you seen the content Taylor and I put out? <laughs> like, there's nothing to be nervous about. Yeah. You Anything do you do. every week. I mean, you're used to it. I'm over here like, oh, I don't like the sound of my voice. I don't like, I don't know if I want to share it. Nobody likes the sound of their own voice. That's I think mm-hmm. I, I truly believe that. Well, I mean, I guess some people do, but mm-hmm. people think mm-hmm. I like the sound of my own voice because I talk so much, but I really hate it. <laughs> I just, my ADHD brain just doesn't allow me to shut it down sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I get it. How's business been for you, Hosanna? It's been good. Has it slowed down at all with the rates yes. being higher and Absolutely. low inventory? Absolutely. Like, Nobody wants to buy. Nobody <laughs> wants to sell. Nobody wants to give up their 3% interest rate, which I don't blame them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have a hard time picking out those relocation clients like who have to move. Mm-hmm. So I'm just kind of like, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. working on it. But yeah. I have 
I have I feel found. like you have to be from the area to get mm-hmm. those relocation clients. And mm-hmm. I'm not from here. I'm originally from California, but nobody from California mm. is moving here. Mm-mm. Thank the Lord, because I don't want them moving here. I don't even um, want to people, people moving to Canapolis. A lot of people from will, California are moving here to North Carolina, though. Not a whole lot. Because if you look at the... And the stats may have changed since I looked last, but the people who live in California typically stay on the West Coast. Yeah. And, you know, they'll either move to Arizona, Nevada, Idaho, try to stay more on the West. Um, And now, but the, I think probably 60% of the transplants that we get here are you know, from just up north, mm-hmm. um, kind of east <clears throat> of the Mississippi. So I don't know g- geography very well. So um, I know how to spell Mississippi, the, thanks to that little Mississippi song, so. is where it goes like straight up, right? The Mississippi is the sweet tea line, where if you go on the opposite side of the Mississippi, mm-hmm. you can't find sweet tea anywhere. Okay. Well, you can't find sweet tea oh. up north either. No. Or not good sweet tea. No. Not in it's Pennsylvania. It's like Virginia mm-hmm. line that's the sweet tea mm-hmm. line. Do you like sweet tea? I sure do. But you're from here, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So like Taylor's Carolina, not. Yeah. yeah. Taylor, mm-hmm. he's a, you know, transplant from the West Coast. <laughs> I'm not. And he's wearing a North Carolina hat. He's trying so hard. I'm not trying so hard. I married a native family. A native family. Yeah. Native to North Carolina. No, native to Charlotte, Belmont, all that. Mm-hmm. Which is in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. is what I said. Yeah, I know, but you made it sound like so, they weren't actually natives, but that's, they are. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. They're like generational natives, too. You fa- mm. This is, guys, this is so weird. If you, you might not appreciate this at all, but Taylor texted me the other night and he has a box, a cardboard box at his house full of old family ornaments from his wife's family. And he's going through them and he finds a, an ornament of me as a kid <laughs> with my face on it. And it is because Taylor's wife. Their family had a in-home daycare, and I went to daycare there as a kid. I heard this story one um, time. Yeah, okay. so it's just so wow. funny. These things keep popping up, and I'm like going through my phone one day, and I send him and his wife a picture of one of their relatives, like holding me as a baby and stuff. So it's just, wow. it's funny world. that yeah, that we had this. Mm-hmm. It's almost like we've had this connection or somehow it's meant to be. Yeah, that mm-hmm. was sweet, wasn't it? That was the sweetest moment we'll ever have on the podcast. <laughs> yep. Anyway, mm-hmm. sorry. I didn't even know you were talking about being native, and so I thought that was interesting that I knew mm-hmm. his family now yeah. before they're even here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Molly's side. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Taylor, when did you move here? Uh, 2016. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because of Molly, you met her, or no? Uh, I met her very quickly after I moved here. Um, but it was my dad's job. He works mm-hmm. for Bank of America, so mm-hmm. um, I was 18 at the time. And, uh, like, to live, like, <clears throat> under a roof in California, not even comfortably, like, <laughs> you have to have, like, eight roommates and uh, mm-hmm. in a one-bedroom apartment. So, um, so, yeah, I voted to live comfortably out here. And plus, I didn't really like California all that much. I was ready and excited to move, so hmm. I was... So excited, so ready. Do you guys follow um, David Calhoun 
on Facebook. He's in California. I mean, not on Facebook. <laughs> on like Instagram. Uh, he's in California. He's, he's got so. a big following. Um, I've heard the name. Yeah, the name sounds <clears throat> familiar. Mm-hmm. He, uh, I was, we were messaging just the other day because he'd posted on his story that gas he was filling up and it was like five ninety seven or something. And I was like, you know, you hear these things that, oh yeah, gas is higher and stuff, but I, I, I just can't even imagine that. I don't know how people survive out there, but of course, you see some of the homes that they will list out there that are smaller and wouldn't be that much here, but they're a million dollars out there because you're close to the coast or something. Yeah. Um, but he's got a Tesla too, and he's like, that's why I got the Tesla, man. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think in California too. Um, there's like state uh rebates and stuff because california is pushing really hard to get rid of all gasoline powered cars so there's tax incentives and benefits and um at one point they were paying people like or not paying but giving them a ten thousand dollar tax credit to buy electric vehicles wow so and not just like hybrid like full electric vehicles so and like um solar panels and different things Mm -hmm. and out there like solar panels there's a huge argument out here that you know they're not beneficial but out there like there's no clouds ever there's no rain i don't don't think the clouds are the issue people have with the solar panels though i don't know but because they can store energy on the really sunny days yeah i think people have issues with it like people will finance a you know mm-hmm. the the solar panels and it might be fifty thousand dollars and they kind of don't think about it and they go to sell their house five years from now and they still owe 40 grand on solar panels yeah and it's like now it's more of a hassle and you've been making payments on them anyway that are the same or higher than what your power bill is mm-hmm Geez, a little loud out there in the gallery today. We've got a live studio audience, folks. <laughs> a live studio audience. Um, um, but yeah, you know, it's it's just been a pain. I've seen it on some deals here. Now, if if you're selling a home here or in California or anywhere, I imagine, and you've got good solar panels that work, that don't need to be updated, and they're mm-hmm. paid for, yeah. then sure, it's a huge benefit because you're not paying a power bill. Mm-hmm. There, there's a house yeah. in Gastonia I had where they had the solar panels in their backyard on a half acre and they had it like mm-hmm. 40 feet from the house and it was just it's perfect because they don't have a power bill now they're paid for mm-hmm. um and it's not on your roof but you, you know you think about it you get those and then let's say you got to replace your roof 10 years later mm-hmm. if the roof's 15 years old already and somebody comes in and puts solar panels on it and then you got to replace your roof they got to take them all down and do that and mm-hmm it can end up spending more money, but sorry, I'm, I'm going to get emails now from solar panel salespeople <laughs> being like, you're, you're bashing our solar panels. They're good. Mm-hmm. Yep. So anyway, uh, I know you probably know this, but we started doing some, uh, new segments to try to stay original and fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so this or that with, Hosanna. Hosanna. Mm-hmm. Yay. Yeah. This is that. This or that. I said this is that. <laughs> this is that. This, this is indeed that. <laughs> this is indeed this or that. Yeah. We, we do enjoy <laughs> the is. this or that, though. And you can give a one-word response. You can explain your answer. You don't yeah. have to. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. It's entirely up to you. So um, I'm competitive, even though I'm sure there's no point. <laughs> nobody to compete with on this. <laughs> well, I say that, but it got heated on a couple of them with some guests where mm-hmm. we disagree. Angela told me on her episode, she was like, "This is she flat this or said. that with Angela, not with Travis." So <laughs> she flat out said that you were wrong. Yeah, she's like, "It doesn't opinion. matter what you think. Your opinion um, is just invalid." So um, anyway, okay. hope, hopefully it won't come to that. We'll see. We'll see. If this segment ends with you getting mad and storming out and never coming back. <laughs> All right, Tay-Tay. I don't, All right. Li- I don't like Tay-Tay. I was trying that nickname out. It didn't work. No, that's what my cousins called me when <laughs> they were five. So Okay, well, I'll never <laughs> say that again. Um, okay, so this or that. Um, well water or city water? For what purpose? <laughs> I mean, for drinking, for just in general, for the bills, like... I think if you're financial, living... You know? I guess for you personally, like if you were to... That's... Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, if I think you if were you're living, living a there, house, what would you prefer to yeah. have? City water I think or well city, water? I've never had well water, so I'm not really sure how to like compare the two personally from my own experience. So mm-hmm. I guess city water. Okay. Some people say well water has like a certain taste to it, and some people like that after they've mm-hmm. been accustomed to it for mm-hmm. like 20 years yeah. so if they go to the city they say it tastes different yeah. and i've heard that vice versa i don't drink yeah. city of kannapolis water I don't, drink, <laughs> I don't drink tap water like, anyway yeah, no, I don't yeah. Drink like i drink water. filtered water mm-hmm. yep. or, yeah. and i guess filtered tap water but i don't ever just like drink tap water i used to mm-hmm. as a kid you drink water mm-hmm. out of the hose yeah. pipe <laughs> but um, <laughs> oh telling my nieces and nephews that is wild to them they can't believe we used to do that mm-hmm. why it's i don't know <laughs> It would be yeah. hot at first, you know, the water when it's coming <laughs> yeah. out, like especially if you get like second degree burns <laughs> on your lips. Gosh, yeah, but then it would get cold and it would be good and it had like a little metallic taste, but you know, it, it builds good. character. Yep. Oh, yeah, I say builds it's flavor. <laughs> so city water is your choice. I've always had city water. I guess I'd say city water. I know with whales, you got to periodically test the water and sometimes do things to clean it and filters and. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'd rather just let the city take care of it. Same. Pay my little bill. Um, I've got one for you. Neutral colors for decor or bright colors for decor? Neutral. For decor. So there. Yeah. I, I don't. I wonder if that does decor count as walls or are they literally talking about like your decor, decor is stuff? what is decorations? Decor? Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah. I don't know what decor means. I've just heard a lot of people say it. <laughs> I mean, like paintings and chairs and tables, you know, like just random decor. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. So you said like neutral? Table set. Yeah, neutral. Mm-hmm. With a pop of color, but not the whole color, not the whole rainbow. You just know what I mean? Just a pop of yeah. color. Mm-hmm. Like, like accent what would walls? Be... Oh, I love accent yeah. walls. Like a navy or something. Yeah. But as far as decor, mm-hmm. neutral with maybe a little teal here and there. It's my favorite color. Okay. Teal is yeah. your favorite color? Really? Yeah. That's unique, I feel like. I don't is feel like it? you hear that as a. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people say teal is their favorite color. If teal is your favorite color, email therealtychronicles at gmail.com. You don't have to, Hosanna, because you're here. We know. But yeah. if you're listening, let us know. Mm-hmm. Um, if you could have a vacation, like rent, or like a, I guess a second property, would it be mountains or beach? Beach. Beach. Yes. Nice. Yeah. <clears throat> I like the mountains. Yeah, this was this was one. Yeah, this is about to get tense here because you you said the wrong answer. But um, so sorry. The beach is just hot and sweaty. 
and sure. it's just hot. I hate mountain crowded. driving though. Oh, the yeah, switchbacks, I just cannot. But once now, you're see, there, I do enjoy nice. that. I do enjoy the mountain driving, but, but I you're love, a car enthusiast. I do, but I love being at the beach. So yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't care about cars. Like my buddy in Tennessee, shout out Fat Bob's Woodco. He's got a Mustang, and he'll like he'll just go ride in the mountains of Tennessee for his mm-hmm. kind of just therapy and be able to relax. And I'm like, man, I drive all the time. Like I hate driving. I could not imagine just getting in my car and driving. Now I will say there are times you're riding down the road, and you know mm-hmm. it's nice to just have that solitude. Yeah. But mm-hmm. um, all right, pool or jacuzzi. Oh, jacuzzi. For sure. For this one sure. ain't even. That's easy. Yeah. yeah. It's animus, right? Fun. Like, you guys wouldn't say pool, right? <clears throat> I should have said, like, hot tub or jacuzzi. Which do you want there to say? But, <laughs> um, yeah, pool, I would I would much rather have a jacuzzi because I can enjoy a jacuzzi year-round mm-hmm. more than I oh, can yeah. a pool. Unless you've got a heated pool, but mm-hmm. still, I don't want to go. time of day, even, like, a pool, sometimes in, like, the summer at 9 a.m., it's yeah. still kind of chilly. Right. And at mm-hmm. night, it might still be kind of chilly. Like, mm-hmm. it's. Yep. all year, all time of day. And yep. you know, North Carolina, we really don't get snow much at all. Kind of rare when we do. But my sister moved to Ohio, and they get snow five or six months out of the year. Mm-hmm. They've got a hot tub up mm-hmm. there. And she'll, I'll get jealous because she'll post pictures of them out in the hot tub, and there's snow coming down, and it's like early November. <laughs> um, but, oh, that would be awesome. Yeah. I'd love that. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um... Mini golf or bowling? There's a correct answer to this one too, Uh-oh. Hosanna. I so I didn't say the wrong one. Um, <clears throat> I think bowling. Oh no. <laughs> well, mini golf you have to be. Mini golf is exciting. There's it is very 18 exciting. different holes. They've got the little. That's a good point. You know, you can bump off of the railings and do stuff. Bowling, you're you can just bump throwing. off the railings at bowling too. Sure, but like <laughs> nobody's good at bowling unless you really want to be good at bowling. Like you have oh, to I'm try really hard to yeah. be mm-hmm. good at bowling. I feel like. Yeah. But most mini golf <laughs> is outdoors, so it's yeah. not year round. Mm-hmm. Like well, Gastonia's got an indoor one now oh. that's got like. Um, is only outdoors. Th- yeah. It's monster mini golf, and it's like glow in the dark, and it's dark, mm-hmm. and all this cool stuff. That is cool. But yeah, outside. Putt putt in the summer is not fun. Any other time, mini golf wins. Mm-hmm. It it's, is fun. It's a it's a close second. I mean, I guess it just depends on who you're with too. Because true, yeah. if you're mm-hmm. with little kids or yeah, are you friends. going out with like the senior bowling group at your church to bowl, <laughs> or are you going to mini golf with like a few of your buddies on the weekend? Because I think there is a difference. Yep. Maybe yep. Janet, will you get that bowling ball for me? Huh? My bowling ball. Anyway, sorry. We can cut that part if you want. I don't care. That's the best part of the whole thing. <laughs> was. That's sad. It seems very quiet now. I think our live studio audience has left. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, they but were offended by one of your answers. Probably so. Yeah. <laughs> but the reality is we, you know, we record where we're able to and we're at the office today and there's, there's people here doing business, making it making happen money. in this economy. Yeah. In this housing market so Mm -hmm. that's what taylor and i were talking about earlier today how um you know rates are higher you know (laughs) we're not seeing much relief from that and inventory is so low but homes are still a lot of them are still selling quickly if Mm -hmm. they're priced correctly and um still getting over ask so 
why are so many agents quitting? It's it's literally like half the inventory yep. that it was. So it does make it very challenging, but homes are still selling. Yeah, and, my listing went under contract mm-hmm. within two weeks. Yeah. I mean, it was, mm-hmm. I was not expecting that, to be honest. Right. Yeah. Hey, I know. And I, I just mm-hmm. told a client yesterday, I was like, if this goes under contract in a couple of weeks, like that's a success yep. in this market right mm-hmm. now. That's a... This a is big not success. Mm-hmm. Um, even just a you know a healthy market that would be successful, but mm-hmm. so many people just have gotten accustomed to the multiple offers one day on the market over ask. Yep. Um, but we've still had you know plenty of those this year too. Mm-hmm. Um, how about this one? Bath or shower? Shower. Yeah, same. I cannot stand. It's just the idea of sitting in your own filth. I know. That's, I just, that's my thing. So nasty. I just I can't get past that mindset. That's always been my thing. Is like if if I've ever taken a shower or a bath to just like I'm sore from working out. Mm-hmm. Or do, I don't work out. I'm like doing yard work <laughs> or something. I should say. say. Yeah. Let me let me be very clear. I don't want to misrepresent anything. <laughs> I'm not working out at all. You went all. to the trampoline oh park with your kids. Yeah, like, and the <laughs> exercise was walking from the car to inside to find that first chair I could sit in. Uh, like, I walk in and sit down. I'm signing them up from 20 feet away. Like, yeah, can you bring me the form? I've done as much as I'm doing today, sir. Um, yeah. Anyway, I don't even I don't even know where we're going. With that. Yeah. But yeah, I'll if I would take a bath, like I've mowed the yard or hurt my back or something. I'm like, I'm gonna go sit in a warm bath. I would still have to get up and take a shower afterward mm-hmm. to feel like I'm I would, clean. I, would I don't know. I would take a shower before and after. Before and <laughs> yeah. after. I mean, that's a li- maybe a little, a little extreme. extreme. Depends how. Yeah, but... Now, if you had mud all over you, like you just did a sure. mud run, I oh, could understand yeah. that. But who's doing those? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> again, I'm not doing any of the physical activity, but yeah, um, yeah. running comps is my cardio. <laughs> Y'all have never heard that before. Everything I touch turns to sold. Oh my gosh. Uh, sorry. Did you have another one, Taylor? Um, I was trying to think. Um, I didn't have any more. I was going to see if I could improv one, but my oh, mind you can always improv. Went um, blank. How about realtor or realtor? I. <laughs> it's it's more natural to say realtor. Yeah, it is, but. Mm-hmm. I try so hard to say realtor. I've forced myself not yeah. to say realtor. Yep. Um, but I, I do, I've heard realtor is like the correct way, mm-hmm. realtor. I say like realtor, realtor. realtor. It's almost like a, yeah. I don't get that la in there. It's just real, mm-hmm. oops, realtor, realtor is kind of mm-hmm. how I say it. Yeah. I've learned the faster you say it, the less people yeah. pay attention to it though. That's so. true. Yeah. I will rush through it just like I'm trying to say, you know, Worcestershire sauce. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, all right. Interesting. Well, good stuff. I want to tell you. I want to say ketchup or mustard. <laughs> it's my improv. Okay. <laughs> ketchup or mustard, uh, Hosanna. Neither. <laughs> what I mean, if it's for fries, ketchup, and if it's for mm-hmm. anything else, like a sandwich or like a hot dog or so, like mm-hmm. mustard. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I I don't know. I like mustard a lot. Nobody in my family likes mustard, so I can't ever make dishes with mustard. Mm-hmm. Which there's not that many. <laughs> I assume. I don't know. Are there a lot of hey, dishes Sally? with mustard? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That, well, to speak of that, my wife is like maybe allergic to eggs sort of we don't really know 
but she doesn't eat eggs. It makes her absolutely sick. Mm. My youngest son is allergic to eggs, and my oldest was, and he kind of grew out of it. That's a whole long mm. thing. But uh, so for the longest time, nobody ate eggs in my house, and I love eggs. So I've hated it. Mm-hmm. Now that my oldest son has done that, I've been making deviled eggs. And he doesn't like mustard, so I put just a little bit, and he hasn't said anything about it. Oh, they don't even <laughs> yeah. know. So, yeah. yeah, you can't. Yeah. Be, I mean, it's just for. I'm flavoring. like, you like mustard, yeah. you just don't know it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, did you uh, already have the little snowman that records the voice that you did on a reel recently? Because I loved that. Or did you see it and buy it and be like, I'm, I'm definitely. Did you buy it for the reel, or did you already have it? Or did you buy I, it and then just think, oh, I can make a reel? Yeah, okay. I okay. saw it. I loved it. I was like, this is so cute. I got it was only thirteen dollars. I couldn't resist, so I got it. And so it wasn't even a real idea at first. No, you were just like, no. I just love this little yes. snowman. <laughs> were you trying it out in the store? Like can, can you record stuff? Sure was. Well, did, I saw something similar on TikTok, but it was like a cactus. Oh, that's okay. weird. But when I saw the penguin, I mm-hmm. thought mm-hmm. Did you make all perfect. of the ones in the store say call hosanna no, for real estate no, See, i, I should have that would have been a good idea they had pe- they had penguins and they had something else i forgot i forgot what else they had one other we need animal. to go taylor to one of those stores and get every one of them and say search the realty chronicles yeah. on apple spotify amazon yeah do it you definitely <laughs> should be a good promotion mm-hmm. um yeah okay um check or wreck this has not been very uh good yeah Uh uh-huh but But it was we tried it one episode and it was good we just mm -hmm. didn't do a a very long i feel like we just ran out of time yeah um but okay so if you you know like the idea whatever check if not wreck so Mm -hmm. farmhouse check or wreck I don't want to say the wrong thing. Um, uh, <laughs> You're like me when I started this. You don't want to offend anybody. You don't want to make anybody mad. <laughs> Taylor just offends people every, every week. Day, mm-hmm. yeah. um, he don't care. I don't. Not Did, at all. My headphones went out. I don't know why. Oh, uh-oh. It's plugged in, I think. Anyway, you can... Oh, there we go. Maybe this thing is loose. Oh, mm-hmm. this connection wasn't all the way tight on here. Mm. Anyway, farmhouse... Check. Check. I don't. I wouldn't want to live in it, but I don't think it's ugly. Mm-hmm. I think it's cute. So mm-hmm. check. Okay. I have no problem with. I'd say check, but um, maybe not the full commit farmhouse, like farmhouse elements. Like you could have the farmhouse sink and yeah, oh, mm-hmm. yeah. some of the things. But a cow I, painting on the wall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a little too much for me. I'm kind of over the. Uh, I'm kind of over barn doors. I know there's some that look mm-hmm. amazing. I'm just not. Mm-hmm. I, I, like that will get some hate because I know there's oh, yeah. plenty of people that oh, have yeah. them. I'm not saying they don't look good. They mm-hmm. look great yeah. most of the time. I've just seen so many of them that it's not special anymore. Mm-hmm. Remember when you could go in a house as an agent and you'd see a barn door and you'd be it's like, special. wow, yep. this is neat. <laughs> wow, look at this barn door. It just slides. <laughs> look at this. It slides. It's great. Not in every house. Yeah, now every house has a barn door mm-hmm. or multiple barn doors. Yeah. And they don't even, they've got to the point now you have some that like fold open like a laundry door mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. some that are like pocket farm door. Like every, they're trying to make a farm door fit everywhere. Yeah. I don't like or, them on every 
like on rooms, but I don't mind them. You know, have you ever seen like a bathroom cabinet have mm-hmm. them? That I think is really cute. I would do that in my house, but I would not do like a whole door in, you know. Yeah. Um, all right. um, I've got right. one for you if I can say it real quick. Tony. Yeah, go for it. Open shelving in the kitchen. Have you seen the trend of some people, they'll take a section of their cabinets and just do away with them and they'll have like the live oak um, kind of, mm-hmm. what am I trying to say? The shelving mm-hmm. and Floating stuff. shelving kind um, of Or yeah, or I've seen some with glass or I've seen some that are, it's just kind of exposed instead of the cabinet being there. I have to find an example. But surely you know kind of what I'm saying. I would say check. As long as it's good, done in good taste, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Okay. Um, I've like this. Like I've seen some very, oops, some very good ones. But you know what I mean. Like yeah, kind of open cute. shelving in the kitchen oh, instead yeah. of cabinets now. Mm-hmm. And it's not like they're they completely do away with all the cabinets. Right. It's usually just like a little section. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But how about you, Taylor? Is that a, a check or a wreck? Are you good with some floating shelves in the kitchen? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If it's like done them. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they look nice as a accent and kind of opens up the kitchen mm-hmm. a little bit so little, yeah that's a little cute. floating shelf somewhere mm-hmm. that's like a laundry room though. yeah mm-hmm. all right oh, nar hitting your laptop Check. no i'm just kidding. oh gosh <laughs> yeah let's get them mad at us that's <laughs> what we you need do that. cut that yeah. out <laughs> yep nah i mean we can keep it Ooh, but yeah. we're just kidding we're just not uh, getting mad that one we're not answering that one i love you know, I, I made a video a of myself talking about the differences between a real estate agent mm-hmm. and a realtor and I made like 20 videos and I couldn't put them all together. And then I was going to post it to just explain the difference, like why mm-hmm. you need a, an agent who's both. And then that happened and I was like, whoa, I'm just not getting into it. Never mind. Yeah, that's so some, those videos. Yeah, that's, yeah. I'm if never you know, getting you know. that time back. Yeah. It's unfortunate <laughs> yeah. timing. Oh, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Here's why you need to be a realtor. Um, and then, well, we better just maybe let that one go. I don't know. What about like branding your car? Check a wreck. Okay. I've been thinking about it, but there's, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That there's a lot of pros and cons to it. Pros, like people have said, it starts good conversations. People get to know you when you go the same routes every so often, you know? Mm-hmm. However, there's always the... Do I drive? I was about to Very say, well. you got to be a good driver. Yes. I took mine yep. off. I had a magnet yeah. and I literally took it off like two weeks ago because I had a road rage incident. <laughs> Not me, but somebody wanted to um, mm-hmm. end, end my life <laughs> on the highway. And I was like, I'm going to take my magnet yeah. off. I don't want them to see this like in my driveway. Mm. Sometimes you don't want to be known or be found. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? If, if <laughs> people are crazy. So yeah, I'm letting... I was just going to give it another week or two and I might put it back home. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I think if you're, uh, I think if it's kind of like with all of these, if it's done right. Yes. Like mine mm-hmm. is a, like a $20 magnet I ordered and it's on the tailgate of my truck. My truck is maroon. My sign is like blue and white. Like it mm-hmm. don't really, mm-hmm. it don't mesh the greatest. Um, and it looks okay. But like I've thought about if I do something maybe at the beginning of the year or at the end of the year where I actually wrap the tailgate, like get it professionally mm-hmm. wrapped. And then mm-hmm. even little things like when I go through the car wash with it, I have to stop and take the magnet off every yeah. time and line it back up. I would love a wrap that would be safe to just go through and maybe mm-hmm. just have just my tailgate though. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that'd be weird. I don't think so. Mm-mm. I would like Not. something that's just like, just says realtor or just mm-hmm. says, Everything did I not my whole information and... <laughs> Mm-hmm. Something I touched. Yeah. 
<laughs> I know agents that have that on the back of their car. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, so are you talking about like the back glass? I'm trying to, I don't even know what car you drive, but like, is it the back glass? Is it, or do you want to do a, a full little bumper wrap? sticker or something? Oh, so something you don't even, small. yeah, so you don't yeah. even want, okay. Mm-hmm. I do have on my I would, truck. I wouldn't be opposed to it if it was like free. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to put that kind of money into yeah. you could a permanent, get, you know. My photographer, my real estate photographer made me a little decal sticker. I know mm-hmm. you've seen it. Just says hashtag the Wilson team NC. Mm-hmm. And I've got it on. Did I make your headphones yeah, go out it's now? Back. It's Dang it. I don't even remember what we were talking about now when the headphones went out. Your photographer made Yeah, he made me decal. that little decal. So for like $10. So you could maybe get like a at Hosanna Hill Realtor, or I forget what your exact tag is, Some but you can maybe do QR something code. like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A QR code would be good. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Do you have your headphones back? Yes. Okay. Oh, no. Oh, gosh. It just went out again. It was there. <laughs> How the it's, irony of having still you a back. In progress. <laughs> the irony of having you back on the podcast and having a technical <laughs> issue after. Yeah. Last time, it's, it's just, a the it's redemption full is circle still moment. Yeah. Yes, it's sad. At oh, least man. we still have everything else. <laughs> Are if, we recording this one, Taylor? Yes. Are we on the the recording? Okay. Yes. Um, but yeah, you could do just a little small like mm-hmm. decal like that on the glass or That's something. True. Your Instagram handle or just I'm a realtor. Yeah. Apple or iPhone? Or sorry, <laughs> iPhone or Android? <laughs> Android. Oh, if you just want to see yourself out the yeah. door over there, thank you. <laughs> what about for... Oh, gosh. If we ever have a transaction together, I'm just going to tell my people not to work with you because <laughs> um, I don't want to deal with that green wow. text coming up the entire time. Yeah. I can't send high-quality photos to you. I can't send That's because um, of your iPhone. Documents That's because your stuff. iPhone is so terrible. No, because Android I can send Android them, is fine. I can send them to other people. If I want to send Taylor a 72-page document via text, I can do it right now. Mm-hmm. If I do it to you, it's going to do a little spin thing and say, message can't deliver, and then you're going to pop up with your green text and be like, <laughs> hey, your podcast sucked today. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I like green. I'm just kidding. Green's uh, a good color. Hosanna's an Sorry. awesome realtor, and I would love to do work a, a deal with you at some point. That but would be cool. Me and Taylor mm-hmm. did a deal together. Oh, that's right. Y'all did. How mm-hmm. was it working with the green text the entire time, Taylor? It was It was good. <laughs> it was okay. I, I'm I, kidding. I overlooked that see good realtors overlook it Travis. no good realtors get an iphone like everybody else <laughs> but no i joke about i have to give the disclaimer that i fully understand for all the android people you have a better phone i like i get it mm-hmm. but but the iphone's a little more user friendly it's just hmm. yes yeah, and it's and everybody uses it so it, it makes yeah. it easier yeah, so by default, that so makes get an the iPhone, iPhone better. <laughs> anyway, uh, okay. I'm kidding. I disagree. I used to have a Droid, and I loved mm-hmm. it. And I don't have a Mac. I've got mm-hmm. um, whatever this thing is, a yeah. Surface Surface Pro thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And it does Windows and, you know, for all the real work stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's always kind of been my thought that the Macs are better for user-friendly, creating, you know, art, music, mm-hmm. video, but yeah. if you want to do like Everything some real work. Yeah. that I am doing with the podcast is strictly on preloaded apps on um, 
on the computer. And you got a Mac, right? Yes. That's like the. Mm-hmm. Is that like a new one? Um, newer. Yeah, it's the. I think it's just the MacBook. I think hmm. yeah. I don't know if it's a. I don't think it's a Pro. I'm probably. I know I'm too cheap for that, so <laughs> it's just a standard MacBook. Well, it looks nice, and it does good for the podcast, I mm-hmm. guess. So. Yeah, I got this one when my old computer just had zero storage um but i like this one because it's got the buttons up here and not the stupid touch bar the touch bar got really annoying i don't know what the touch bar was yeah on a mac because i did i had a mac but it was literally like 15 years ago and mm-hmm. it was thick and clunky and heavy and yeah mm-hmm. right. and i, I just one remember... of those too but that burned down with the fire so. oh <laughs> man <laughs> yeah exactly taylor's had uh a few rough life moments through the years, so his mm-hmm. house fire was one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sad. Yeah. It's sad and totally not funny, and I would never <laughs> joke about it. It's okay. Did you have another check or wreck? House fires, check or wreck? Check. <laughs> it really brought us closer together as a family as we were standing outside in the cold mm-hmm. in the evening watching our house. Yeah. Did you have kids yet? Mm-hmm. Just you and Molly. Yeah. Two. Did y'all? Oh, did you for the yeah, fire? Yeah. I was like, yeah, but <laughs> you thought no, she was just randomly. What an now. opportune time to just say, "Do you have kids yet?" <laughs> I'm knocking the mic. Out. This is out of control. Oh, your house burned down. Do you have kids yet? No. <laughs> Thank goodness. I mean, that would be yeah scarier. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. um, you had snakes, mm-hmm. and they pulled the snakes, or did you carry the snakes? Out? No, the firefighters did. Yeah. They right, actually, Hosanna. Mm-mm. Wait, let they, me tell Hosanna this. Nope. Let me tell Hosanna this because I remember this. They're Taylor, burning. That's Taylor, all I can say. <laughs> Taylor's house is on fire and the firefighters are in there saving his snakes. And Taylor's like, yeah, they brought the whole container out. And I'm like, what else would you do? Do you want him to reach in there and just pull the snakes out? Oh, like he gosh. thought it was weird that they brought the whole because like, here's enclosure the thing. out. There was water like that deep mm-hmm. in the terrarium like nobody's reaching in and grabbing no. a snake that they Nuh-uh. don't know if it was like, me they would have burned with the hat no nope. this would have been me oh crap okay okay it's too heavy i can't lift it i'm out <laughs> like and i would have been yep. gone oh yeah unless i could have lifted oh, it and i gosh. imagine this firefighter was probably like one of the strong ones and just came out there yeah were you like my snakes Mistakes, yes, mistakes. As he's like, I picture he's coming out in slow motion through flames in the background, and he's got your terrarium or whatever the saving crap the day. they're called. Yeah, was yeah. that how it was? Or uh, no, not really. <laughs> the the fire like I said, I would already... never make light of your tragic yeah. events. <laughs> no, but snakes truly are the best because do you, they do you don't have snakes now. Not anymore. No. What happened? Did um, you give them away? No, they died. How do snakes die? How long do snakes live? Um, they live uh, like 35 years. How old but was yours? Oh my gosh. It wasn't that old, but it was a um, Petco snake. And so typically like pet store animals don't live as long because they're bred with like in poor conditions and all that kind of stuff so i've never heard that yeah. next time we get a snake it'll be 
from like Repticon where there's breeders and stuff. Next time we get a snake. Yeah. What are snakes? Check or wreck? Wreck. Okay. Wreck. I mean, big time wreck. Uh-uh. Nope. They are. Did your snake ever ask you if you wondered why you don't have the knowledge of good and evil and if you want to eat a fruit or no? No, never. Okay. We good. just did that lesson at church last night. You what? We just did oh. that lesson, lesson last night. Is this That's your snake? Funny. Is that one of your snakes? Yeah. Is it really? Mm-hmm. So I never knew that. I never knew it actually had like a... Mm-hmm. It's a rough huh. depiction of it, but yeah. What was its name? Mm-hmm. Ka. Ka-ka. From the Jungle Book. Ka. Oh, yeah. That's what the snake was named in the Jungle Book? Mm-hmm. Did you see the the live action Jungle Book? No. It's oh, wait. It's actually um, pretty good. Isn't it yeah. called like Mowgli or something? Mm-hmm. It was actually pretty good. I yeah. <clears throat> Did you see the live action Lion King? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it was all right. Yeah. Hey, you've got. Um, don't you have an Airbnb or an, or something? Or... I help manage. Oh, you manage some Airbnbs, one. Okay. Yeah. Because like um, doing short term property management on the side. How? What do you think about Airbnbs these days? There's a lot of talk about people are saying Airbnbs are too strict. Like you got to. Put the clothes in the washer, and you got to put the dishes in the dishwasher, and you got to be out for this time. We don't set those and, kind of rules on yeah. ours. We just tell them if you slept in the bed, pull the sheets off. <laughs> Where I else mean, are they sleeping? <laughs> we didn't use the bed. We slept in the kitchen, but thank you. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? If it's like a three-bedroom and only two people stayed, one bed's probably not, maybe two beds were not used. So we just say, mm-hmm. like, the ones that you use, just right. pull the sheets off so we know which ones to wash and which ones to check. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. What if they just make the bed up really, really well, and you didn't know? They just don't get washed. I will look at the reservation <laughs> and see how many guests and oh, kind of yeah. like try and guesstimate. And and I know how I left things. Like mm-hmm. yeah. literally throw pillows and all. Like I know how I left it and it's never been the same. I mean. Right. You know. I, I see mm-hmm. what you're saying. Um, yeah. I know a few people that have some Airbnbs in Belmont and they've mm-hmm. had a lot of success with it. But have you seen it drop at all? Or, 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 or I guess I'm saying... Is it still as busy as it was, or as many people booking Airbnbs now? Busier than what it was like a year ago. Really? And just in general, or do you think it's this time of year getting close to holidays and stuff? No, I think in general. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. I wonder if that's overall, or if that's just like your particular. I have no idea. I just know we get a lot of people from. They're coming to Concord for the races. They're mm-hmm. coming to Charlotte for conventions and work. A lot that. of construction yeah. workers are coming for a few days. Uh, we have a lot of people that will book like every three or four days, like four times a month. You know, like they're coming in mm. for work and whatnot. So, mm-hmm. sorry, my wife's telling me. <laughs> she just said, "I need this code, this access code. It expires in ten minutes." <laughs> I have no idea what this is for. It's probably my son's probably getting some new app on his ipad or something for all i know um i get messages throughout the day because we've got we've got our five-year-old's ipad set up where he can't download stuff and mm. you know if he tries it asks for permission mm-hmm. and i'll get a message like every two hours um <sighs> carter's requesting you to let him download bubble blast and ninja <laughs> fighter and all this stuff and, I, and like what happened to the good games like Angry Birds? I know. Mm. And then we have these... <laughs> Donkey Kong? Uh, oh. Mm-hmm. I have these conversations with my five-year-old, and I feel like I'm not talking to my kid anymore. He's like, come on, I need to download. And I'm like, no, it's just an ad that you saw on one of your games. They're just trying to yeah. sell you mm. stuff. And mm-hmm. he's like, no, they're not. It's good. It's a good game. <laughs> yeah. Well, have you played it before? 
<laughs> I haven't, but I saw it. My kids love the ads on the iPad. I'm like, don't click on the ad. They're just trying to sell you mm-hmm. stuff. Don't play the game. And, you know, they make these ads for, like, you, they show you what to do, but they kind of show it the wrong way, mm-hmm. or they'll play, you know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? They'll play it, like, sort of incorrectly to make you be like, I could do better than yeah. that. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. some of them <laughs> pop up, even me, I'm like, I want to download it so I can figure out that puzzle. Yep. Like, I can do it better than that guy did on the ad. He shouldn't have pulled that pin. He should have pulled this mm-hmm. pin and let the lava fall first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, I never download them. But I'm having to teach my kids like don't don't fall for that stuff. Mm-hmm. I remember when the like I first got one of the early iPods, not mm-hmm. one of the early earlier one, the iPod Touch. I think mm-hmm. yeah. it was like the iPhone before the iPhone. Mm-hmm. And there was a little, it was like the little wooden ma- wooden maze type thing, and like a little metal ball that would roll around, mm-hmm. and you would move your phone like this to try to work mm-hmm. it through the maze. Yeah, and you could feel on the iPhone Touch like it would feel like the balls rolling the way they would do it, mm-hmm. and. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is the peak of technology. Yeah. You remember when <laughs> people... do you Well, y'all, I say this stuff, and I know I sound old saying y'all might be too young, but technology advances so fast, maybe you don't know. But one of the first apps I had was the drinking app. Like, it looked like, um, like a cup, and you would turn your phone like this, and it would the liquid would go back like you're drinking mm-hmm. a drink. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And, like, we thought that was so cool. There was a lighter <laughs> app. And yeah. it was like a Zippo. You would flip it open, and you could strike it, and it would do the flame, and you mm-hmm. could like flip it down. And yeah, we were just like, "This is it. This is peak technology. It doesn't yep. get any better than this." One of my first, <laughs> or one of my favorites, was a um, like gun simulator. Oh, do you yeah. remember that one? Yeah, and you mm-hmm. could pick the gun, and you could shoot it, and you could mm-hmm. anyway reload. Yeah, that yeah. was. I'm shocked that you would like that, Taylor. <laughs> you don't I seem know. like that kind of person. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, but you said that you had a couple stories that you wanted to share. Yeah, I had a couple things. I don't know if this is even funny or not, but I had a client that told me they used to be a mortgage lender in like 2006, 2007. So they were kind of joking like, we apologize because we're kind of the reason the market <laughs> went to crap in 2008. We were proving everybody. He was telling me that his manager would tell people, if you can fog a mirror, we can get you approved to buy a house. Um, So, which wasn't always the case, or they were doing things, you know, people getting approved that they probably shouldn't have. Mm -hmm. This, I feel like, I told you the story. Should I even say this? Is it too bad? Um, So he said that somebody came in one time and they said, hey, I've been talking with Jesus. I've been praying and talking to Jesus. And he showed me he's going to get me a three bedroom, two bath, whatever, in this location, the perfect home. And uh, they they were like a 420 credit score, and he was like, "Can you call Jesus back? See if he won't if he'll co-sign for you. Can he help you? See so you have some money down he could get." <laughs> uh, <laughs> and he told me that was like his last week. He worked in mortgage lending, and he was like, "I couldn't. I just I had to say it." Ooh. Oh man, yeah. Goodness. So yeah, that's funny. Um, mm-hmm. So that was one. I just I thought that was kind of. Interesting. That's a good one. And then I was just going to talk about, you know, people say they get into real estate for a flexible schedule and the money and different things. And I was telling you guys about my closing I had. It was supposed to happen on the 25th Mm -hmm. of October. Well, the behind the scenes to this, and I've been waiting for years to share this, and it is closed, so I can talk about this more. I I might have mentioned it some, but one of the neighbors had said, if you sell your house, 
we're not going to give people access to it anymore on the shared road. Well, the road had been there 30 years. So, you know, as an agent, it's probably an easement by prescription at this point, or um, maybe even by necessity because it was sort of a landlocked or it was a landlocked property. So um, I knew that it wasn't going to be an issue, but it took almost two years in court for them fighting to get it officially recorded. They did do an easement by prescription officially recorded. And uh, so all that was done. We finally list the home. I mean, this is this is one of my first leads I ever got as a real estate agent. I've sold their mom's home. Like I've known them for almost three years at this point. But we had finally got it listed. Multiple offers under contract in a day. It ended up closing fifty thousand over ask price. You know, yeah. which is great. Really? Oh yeah. I didn't know that. I keep losing my headphones a little bit. That's why I'm like holding this cable here because it keeps cutting in and out, and I don't know why. Um, so it all worked out in the end and the delay actually was a huge benefit to them. When we had first started talking, we were like under 300,000 where we were going to list their house. Their value went up in two years, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. Now they had to spend like 15 grand in attorneys over two years, but ultimately it worked out a lot better for them. So after all that, we get listed, we're under contract. They were like, let's close on the 25th, which was a little bit earlier than the contract date. And I'm thinking, great, we're good to go. Um, the attorney calls me and says, hey, there is a uncanceled home equity line of credit from 1993 on this home. And it's with so-and-so mortgage company or whatever. I talked to my sellers. They had paid it off in like the early 90s, but mm -hmm. it never got canceled. Hmm. So for people that don't know, when you're transferring property... You know, you can't sell the property if it's saying there's an open home equity line of credit on it. That's got to be closed. So then it got a little trickier because it was from 93 or whatever, I, I think. Yeah, 93. They could only add on it for like the first 15 years. So it's not even like they could add on to it now, but it still had to be cleared. So we're like, okay, let's call this company. Well, beneficial mortgage company or whatever it was is no Out longer business. in business. And that's who it was with. So it was like, oh. okay, um, well, this other bank bought them. So then we call them and they're like, nah, we uh, sold it to so-and-so or it was a different division or something. Mm -hmm. And anyway, so we we still haven't even heard back from the bank. We were reaching out and it looked like it was going to be another few months after waiting almost two years. Mm -hmm. Fortunately, huge shout out to Ashley Cameron with Costner Law in Belmont, one of my favorite closing attorneys. I called her. I was like, I don't know what to do. If anybody will know what to do, it's you. Because she's one of just the most intelligent attorneys I know, real estate attorneys. And she's like, give me just a little bit of time. She called me within two hours after like four or five days working on this and back and forth with the bank and hours on hold. She basically found a title insurance company that would insure it um, even with that being on there because it was such a low risk. Mm -hmm. They were like, we know nothing can be added to it. Mm -hmm. They had done like four or five home equity line of credits or um, refinance, cash out refinances through the years. Mm -hmm. And there's record of every one of them being paid off. Now here's where it gets weirder. With all of those home equity line of credits and stuff, there was never a title search done on any of them through like the 30 years. And mm -hmm. that's how this one from 93 slipped through. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like they had to do a, a quick claim deed at a certain point a few years ago just to get somebody else's name off of it. And it even says on the deed, like no title search was performed. Then you go back to the previous one. 
and it had said no title search performed and it's just insane you think like how does this slip through and it's another good lesson that in real estate you never know what to expect you can never count on anything and then we were supposed to close on the second and then the third and then the buyer had some things come up and it held it up more so Mm -hmm. it finally closed thank god however it's like such a full circle moment because this was literally one of my very first leads when I became an agent and I can mm-hmm. finally say this home closed after two and a half years of work on it. Nice. Wild. Yeah. Good so, job. yeah. So when, when you want to get into real estate because it's quick, easy money and it's a flexible <laughs> schedule, <laughs> just remember you might spend two and a half years working to make um, one one commission check. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. True story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have, have, have you had any, any marathon deals that have lasted like a year or a year and a half or anything? If I mean, not, I've y'all are both just so fortunate. For like a year. <laughs> okay, yeah, mm-hmm. I've and had finally, that. So. Yeah, I had a, I had one that was we were looking for a little over a year, and we went under contract first week in January. We were supposed to close the last week in January, and we didn't close until the last week of February. Oh wow! It was, like wow. was and yeah. we we it was it was one of those mm-hmm. ty- it was one of those it was an estate sale and people were married <sighs> divorced didn't know <laughs> they didn't know that so we had to go find all these people from different states and their mm-hmm. ex husbands and ex wives to sign and mm-hmm. yep. whew, yeah that's that fine estates deal. check a wreck <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah wreck wreck absolutely referral wreck. yeah. Yes. <laughs> And, and what's crazy I don't even is, need the referral fee. Yeah. What's Hard crazy pass. is this this listing came I was representing the buyers, but the listing came from a referral from the estate attorney. And he didn't even know who all was supposed to sign. Wow. Isn't that the craziest thing? That is. I, I could not believe I was like, So what is he doing? Yeah. Isn't he the estate? Didn't he prepare all of this to give you the listing? Like what? it was yeah. wild. I yeah. couldn't believe it. That's I nuts. mean, I've heard of people having to go to prisons and stuff to get heirs yeah. to sign so mm-hmm. that they could sell oh, a yeah. home. And- Brittany Meeks, I think, had one like that mm-hmm. at one point. Yeah. Did, have you had any, like, crazy um, stories, I guess, from doing the short-term rental um, or managing oh, yeah. those short-term rentals? Um, I'm sure there is. I just can't think right off the top of my head. It's because you do such a good job, right? You do such a a good job that you don't really have any issues. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's got to be hard, though, to... I know Airbnb, they do ratings for, Mm -hmm. you know, people staying there, so you kind of have an idea. But that's Mm got to be hard to take that gamble to just have Mm -hmm. strangers in your house staying every week. And Mm -hmm. everybody, you know, you look on TikTok and social media, and everybody's like, oh, it's so easy to be an investor. You don't need money, and you can do this, and... There's so much risk, though. Like, you really mm-hmm. have to be in a position where you can handle some loss because it's not as easy as just starting it and doing it. Now, there's agents on TikTok and Instagram that will say it is. They'll tell you I'm wrong, and they'll say mm-hmm. it is easy to start it, and you don't need money, and mm-hmm. you're scared if you don't. But, yeah. you know, teach their own. you got to decide mm-hmm. what level of risk you're willing mm-hmm. to take. Yep. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's... Yeah. It would be a little scary, I yeah. think. We did it's, have this one guest who she extended her stay mm-hmm. and then said that there was rats and this and that and wanted all of her money back. Oh. Had a dog there that was not on the guest list, which we have a, a pet fee and oh, all yeah. this and really blew up. And we were just like, 
you extended your stay, but she claims that she found these rats like in the first night. <laughs> so I was like, why would you extend your stay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. No sign of rats. So mm-hmm. I don't even know. Like it was yeah. just the weirdest. If I'm finding oh. rats on my first day, yeah. I'm oh, immediately I'm calling yeah. for a refund. I'm oh, like, yeah. I don't know what you got to do. There's a rat in here. I'm taking a picture of it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm out. Give me yeah. my money back. <laughs> Find yeah. me another we place. We asked for pictures of anything. Like she complained about a couple, of, a couple mm-hmm. of stuff, and she yeah. had no. I mean, it was just like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. I mean, my goodness, ma'am, that's a cookie crumb. I can see the famous Amos bag in the <laughs> yeah. picture. <laughs> like, yeah, it's yeah. not a rat turd. I promise. Yeah. Eat it. It's fine. <laughs> I will come over and yeah. eat it and prove to you. Right. Um, I have, I have a friend that has a couple Airbnb properties and they were getting sued one time because this is probably the wildest thing I've heard with an Airbnb. Supposedly their, their guest slipped on the back deck and fell. Mm -hmm. Okay. And they were suing like for $4,000 in damages or something. So you're thinking gotta be a hospital bill. They broke their arm. Right. No, no, no. The 4,000 was because they were they had a watch that they were wearing and said when they fell it damaged the watch and they didn't get hurt at all but said like they should have had a sign or some grip or something there and trying to sue saying it was unsafe conditions and they're literally suing for the amount for the watch was that watch really four thousand dollars though who knows like it's so And I, they, I, you know what? I never even found the resolution of this story. I'm going to have to call this person and mm-hmm. find out. But they, at the time I was talking to them, they were like, yeah, my lawyer's telling me mm-hmm. this is not going to be a problem. Yeah. But it was still inconvenient because mm-hmm. he had to pay his lawyer yeah. to fight somebody that's saying, hey, pay for my watch I broke at your mm-hmm. Airbnb. Yeah. It's just mm-hmm. ridiculous. Silly. Uh, and, mm-hmm. and yeah, I mean, I'm sure the watch got damaged. Some other way. Oh, yeah. yeah. What if the it watch was got... like a $5 watch from Timu <laughs> yeah. or Wish, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm thinking, too, if you've got a watch that expensive, maybe get insurance on it. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, my wife's yeah, wedding we... ring, we've got insurance on it. Um, yeah. Yep. And I probably wouldn't buy a $4,000 watch, personally. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I can't... I'm not acting like I'm making the decision not to. I can't <laughs> afford to right now. But I'm yeah. saying, if I were able to... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I still don't think I'd spend no, four grand so on a watch. No. Yeah, but, uh, mm-hmm. I guarantee you their credit card balance was four thousand dollars, <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. it was about to go to collections. Mm-hmm. And that's, <laughs> yeah. that's yeah. why they needed that so bad that they were desperate. Something. I wonder. I bet they stole that watch too. <laughs> stole the watch, and then didn't even need the Airbnb. Just needed a place yeah. to yeah. claim something. Yep. They're Nobody like, should we property. fall in Walmart? Nah, it's been done too many times. Yeah. Yeah. Let's rent an Airbnb and say we slipped on the back porch. Yeah. That'll work. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I would be afraid. And I think it's almost scarier with long-term rentals. Because if you do a mm-hmm. short-term rental, they're in there for a week. They're in there for a night. Mm-hmm. You can send your cleaning crew in there. You can see what's up. You can change air filters and keep it updated. You do a long-term rental... Somebody can destroy your house in mm-hmm. six months, and you don't you not even know, even know about it. They could nope. be out and gone, you know, mm-hmm. halfway across the country before you even realize. Oh it. Yeah. yeah, I've been helping out Chris's new company, Canapolis Real Estate Agency, and I just kind of like go in after a tenant moves out, make sure everything's still intact. Mm-hmm. And this, I think I posted it on TikTok. It was the refrigerator was covered. Oh, I saw you know that. What I'm about? Mm-hmm. Covered in maggots, mold, brown stuff, just. 
disgusting mm. and it was an eviction they they yeah. left a lot and they you know dipped out but mm-hmm. I, I i like the sheriff was like oh that's just a bag of uh um bread that had like been sitting there for so i thought it was a bag of potatoes i'm not joking it looked like a I dead used, like, body the picture of it the, the way the <laughs> yeah stuff i thought was someone just, just like oozing yeah. down Stuck like a chuck roast just, up there and just no. let it decompose. <laughs> chuck roast on top of the fridge. I didn't. I, mean, I don't know how long it had been there, but mm-hmm. oh goodness, it oh, was bad. I did and see that, that so bad too, because you know the security deposit is like one or two months rent. Like mm-hmm. that. I mean, they're keeping it obviously, but oh yeah. I mean that doesn't that doesn't cover no, damages. Like you're still of, taking no. a loss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Good Sorry, I'm having to text my wife to find out if she uh, got this code she needed for <laughs> something. Um, and I, I completely went unprofessional and just picked up the mic. I wanted to lean back. Um, okay. Uh, was there anything else that you wanted to share, talk about? Yeah, what, do you, like what are you doing? Do you have goals for 2025? I mean, I know you probably do, mm-hmm. but like, what do you do to prepare for... 2024 or are you just so wrapped up in everything busy now like what do you I'm do? attempting to prepare and set goals mm-hmm. and, and don't feel bad i have no preparations written <laughs> yeah. down or any i don't want to you know this we talk about this but this isn't the whole serious mm-hmm. podcast where people get on there mm-hmm. i make 20 calls a day and i do this and i do this Oof. like there's mm-hmm. very few people that say that that actually do it consistently mm-hmm. i can promise yeah. you that right but um anyway yeah, I do so, want, I do so I'm not prepared. Doing, yeah. <laughs> I do want to start being more consistent with things and finding out what works and what doesn't work. So, like, some people say that code calling, door knocking really works for them. Not for me. Not doing that. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. postcards in the neighborhood after you sell a house or mm-hmm. while you're under contract, things like that. That's something mm-hmm. I really want to get into. More consistent at social media, of course. Like, mm-hmm. I've, I have goals and schedules that I want to follow and hope that they bring in business. But yeah. Yeah. Just get my name out there more. Mm-hmm. Well, that's it. I've always heard it's the, it's not the best agent. It's the best known, known agent. agent. Right? Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. I heard a study one time where these people made up a completely fake agent, fake pick. You, you know I what I'm talking that. about? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Sending out the postcards like once every four weeks and everyone in the neighborhood, when they first surveyed everyone, they're like, we don't, we don't want it. There was no agent that dominated the area. Mm-hmm. And then after these postcards these fake agent postcards went out they said oh yeah so-and-so is great we see him all the time you know and it was not even a real person it's that and there's some known there's some familiar familiarity is that the word with uh people you recognize Mm -hmm. you know like you see somebody enough Mm -hmm. it just kind of starts to become familiar and then oh that's what they do Mm -hmm. and that's what i've found with social media because people have been like why do you post those Silly, stupid videos. Yep. Does anybody even care? Does anybody watch them? And the answer is no, they don't. But uh, every now and then, but you you're get... <laughs> known for that. You're known for yeah. something in real estate, something silly or goofy. Exactly. And every now and then, I'll get people like I had clients that literally told me we felt comfortable working with you. We felt mm-hmm. like we sort of knew you a little bit or your mm-hmm. personality some, and mm-hmm. that's why we wanted to work with you. So, yep, that's what I call a catfish. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's no. terrible. Travis does a great job. No, I don't. He's not a catfish. I mean, you know, we could go through my sales and talk about all of my accomplishments, mm-hmm. but we don't have to. <laughs> yeah. It wouldn't be long. You, it would take about 12 I was, seconds. I was about to say. <laughs> I'd be like, I had a closing this week. That's mm-hmm. 
pretty much it. I was about to say, I was like, yeah, I got 30 seconds. <laughs> got, got another 15 seconds we can spare here. Um, it's going to be already late by the time people hear this, maybe. Well, maybe not. When's this airing? Tomorrow, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. I got a new listing, and that's exciting. And I will say, these sellers listened to every piece of advice I gave them. They did, like, everything I asked them. Yeah. And then some. It's refreshing. And, uh, oh, it's mm. so exciting. I love it when sellers do that because mm. so many people they think the agent you're telling them a price because you don't want to you just want it to sell quick you mm. don't want to work hard on it you mm. don't and it's just so not the case we just yeah. i promise you we do enough most of your agents are pouring over comps scared yeah. to death before they get to you like let me make sure i have every piece of information mm. and every number and every yeah. adjustment and by the time i come to you as a seller and i tell you a price i've put the hours in it mm. making sure that's the price we need to list at mm. i promise yeah. you and um yeah and the other so, thing too is it depends on the client like there's some clients who you know have the time to wait and you know they truly want you know the max value mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. they could possibly get for their house and then there's some that are like you know wife's pregnant we gotta move we want to start getting the nursery set up yeah and they're like we just like we need out you know mm -hmm. we're okay listing low trying to make, create that competitive market and if you get over asking price by you know coming in a little under uh, mm -hmm. or by listing it under you know that's icing on the cake but yeah it depends on what they want so yeah and what your motivations are and i always ask sellers at the beginning i, I know everybody wants to make the most money and sell mm -hmm. it and all that but for some sellers the motivation may be we want to sell now or know we've got a buyer, but we, we want to be able to stay in our house for two more months. Mm -hmm. We want to make it through Christmas. Yeah. Right. Um, or, yeah, right. Or. <laughs> no lease back. Yeah. <laughs> Don't um, do that. Or, or some people are like, you know, they've already, they're under contract on another home. Mm -hmm. Like they have they to sell. Yeah. And they're mm -hmm. like, hey, we don't mind even if it's 10, 15 under where you think it needs to be. Like we need to sell. Um, so it kind of depends on your motivation as a seller. Do you want the most money? Do you need to sell now? Do you want time to stay there for a little bit? Mm -hmm. And and I always tell people, um, especially buyers, sometimes the highest offer is not always accepted. The highest price offer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's it's right. the other contract terms. It's your loan type, or is it cash, or when's your closing date? When's your due diligence in North Carolina? Mm -hmm. If you're listening, not every state does that, but you know those kinds of things. What what's the motivation? And then buyer's agents, they always call you as the listing agent and they want to find out the seller's motivation. I have a story um, about that. You do? Oh, I do. Okay, what you got? Okay, I represented the buyers. And I okay. knew it would be multiple offers. There's a little house literally like right across the street from On the prairie. The little here. house on the prairie. Mm -hmm. Oh, fun and fact. Little house on the prairie was filmed where I grew up. So nobody cares. What's your story, Jose? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding, Taylor. I'm sorry. I was not going anywhere with that, so go I ahead. I didn't mean to burn your little house on the prairie down. <laughs> sorry about that. It wouldn't be the first that time. Dark. Oh, it did. Um, it's bad because all the jokes and Taylor's house really burned down. Like, we're oh not joking. His house literally burned down. It was a condo. A condo, and, and I make jokes about it. And it wasn't my fault. Um, That's what he says. I'm sorry, Hosanna. <laughs> All right. No, no worries. So I call the agent and I say, like, hey, what's important to your sellers? Mm -hmm. That's what you do. You want to find right. out. This agent. She goes, they just want tax value. What? 
That. You mean they want half of what they could sell their house for? I was like, oh, tax value okay. last year, or the updated tax yeah. value, I or uh, couldn't believe it. I will have you a check tomorrow. <laughs> I'll buy the house. Like Goodness. I want it now. I couldn't. Believe I would be it. calling my buyers oh, wow. and say, "I am awful. so sorry. There was a last minute investor that came in, <laughs> yeah. swooped, swooped in. in, yeah, yeah. No, but then it got it got even worse because oh, you know we no. submitted our offer at, <laughs> at Atlas Price. <laughs> we should have no Jeez. Atlas Price because we knew it was multiple. I mean, there were people yeah. there when we got there, people there when we were leaving. Mm-hmm. It was huge. I mean, this was literally <laughs> right here. Like it was mm-hmm. a big, you know, um, multiple offers. And the next day, uh, she emailed. so I I had a some kind of phone or computer. I had a car issue. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. A car issue. So I email her or I texted her and I said, "Hey, um, I'm gonna send you the uh, the offer. No, mm-hmm. I sent the um, pre approval yeah. for my client, proof of funds, whatever. And I said my co agent Jeremy is gonna send you the offer because I don't have the means, I don't have the computer, I can't write it up mm-hmm. right now. I'm literally walking to the garage. Um, and so the next day she emails both me and Jeremy." Now, mind you, I have texted her, reminding her, Jeremy right. Aldridge is emailing you the contract, the offer. Mm. I am emailing you the proof of funds. Could not handle it. Too confusing. <laughs> she emails both of us flipping out, saying, I've never been so confused in my life. I have no idea what's going on. I'm losing her mind. And she You're goes, like, I'm, I've been doing this for 19 years. I'm a broker in charge. Oh I've got, and then I did it. I did it, you guys. I looked it up. She has been licensed for 19 years. Mm-hmm. Four transactions. Less than 13. Oh my God. And yeah. like eight of them were rentals. I'm wow. not joking. I'm not. And her broker in charge status, no one's under her. She's a sole proprietor. Like she, <laughs> and I looked at her reviews, one review, and it was a bad review. <laughs> they oh were my like, God. she scammed us. We couldn't even like sell our house for what we wanted. I mean, she awful. told my buyers we just wanted property tax value. <laughs> She didn't even do cops. She just sent us our tax card that we already saw. It's public record. Oh my gosh. Worse. It matters who you hire, folks. Oh, it does. Oh, it does. Who you hire matters. I mean, yeah, you've been licensed for 19 years, but clearly you're not good at I mean well it's like I own a I own a restaurant it's at my house <laughs> it's my kitchen and nobody eats there but eat I've made noodles. 12 meals in the last 15 years jeez and it's always the people that do the stupidest crap that want to tell you how long they've been an agent like oh I, I shouldn't I've done more deals than that and I've been 2019 I mean I'm not yeah, I mean right the stuff I've had to explain to agents lately oh. Oh, it burns me up. Like, you don't even understand. Some of these are so fresh, I shouldn't even talk about it. But there's just been things lately that I've had to explain to agents that I'm thinking, if your buyers or if your clients knew knew, what you just asked me, if they knew what I'm having to explain to you, they would not want to pay you a penny. Like, and, And then we've talked about it before. Some of these groups the facebook realtor groups and stuff people ask the dumbest <laughs> oh, stuff gosh, i'm like yeah. google it yeah ask your broker in charge talk mm-hmm. to your yeah. owner something yeah. you could ask your mom she, she would probably, probably know. better answer google, like, i mean yeah any, people are in these facebook ask your child groups. they would probably know yeah uh-huh. somebody somebody asked is in a this group, window tempered or yeah because we can tell from a picture <laughs> listen this is mean but somebody asked in one of these groups recently is there a site where like if i have four showings I can go in and put the addresses and it'll tell me the best route to do. Yeah. Reasonable question. Yeah. 
but it's showing time. It's MapQuest. It's yeah. Google. Like, there's so many things you can do. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, you just kind of show in that situation that if you don't know something, you're just going to ask and ask. Like, as a realtor, you if you don't know something, you got to be the type of person that you can go in and research and discover it, I feel like, a mm-hmm. lot of times. And some of the stuff these people ask, it's just like, there's answers on um North Carolina Association of Realtors. There's mm-hmm. answers on your brokerage page, probably, yeah. and your own, like, I don't know. If I was yeah. a broker in charge, I might have done something to this mic. Taylor, just tap something. Never mind. If I were a broker in charge, and I saw, like, my agents asking some of these things, I'd be mm-hmm. calling them in the office, like, quit putting that crap yeah. on Facebook. Oh, honestly, I'd be embarrassed. There was uh, one agent I did a deal with eight months ago, literally. Mm-hmm. Week after closing, she's flipping out because something... I don't know if I should talk about it. <laughs> Every story I start here, I'm always like, maybe I shouldn't say this okay. in case they hear But There was a cap on the washing machine drain because you okay. we flip a house, you put a cap on so that drywall paint debris doesn't fall into the washing machine drain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That makes sense they, to me. You know, and a reasonable think, person, you like you understand that, I understand. Okay. The buyers Reason. couldn't get it off. <laughs> that's not the funny part. That's not the funny part. That is the funny they part. They couldn't get it off. They call her, I guess, and she has no idea what to do. She has no handyman. Oh, she has no means to help them. So she yeah. texts me. And I say, it's a cap. <laughs> you have to pop it off to find the washing machine drain. She goes, mm. well, they've drilled holes in the cap, and they oh, can't get it off, yeah. and they can't see the drain. Puts me in a group chat with her her clients. Oh, and this is where she just completely... <laughs> the buyer says, I looked outside, and there's no drain. You can't drain your washing right. machine to your backyard. <laughs> every house would, every backyard would be flooded. Oh man! And so I respond, That's cool, calm, and collected. There's no drain outside because you cannot legally in North Carolina, probably any state, <laughs> drain your washing machine to your backyard. So no, there's no drain on the outside of your house, and it's there because they flipped it. And they, how can you know the contractor, the plumber, and a home inspector miss? Mm-hmm. A drain, you know, so it's there. You just have to pop off that cap. And I'm sorry that your agent is not helping you. Yeah. But this is, you're her client. Like, she needs, hey, I'll call my handyman and get somebody out there to help you. Right. Flips out. They call the plumbers that we use because we gave them their names. And they were just begging us to pay. And we were just like, pay for what? To pop a cap off? You shouldn't have even called the plumber. You should have called... A you, handyman. You, you know, that plumber, have gone out that there. plumber was thrilled and just paid like $300 to come out there and pop <laughs> that cap off. Yeah. They're going to make it worth their time mm-hmm. if they're oh, coming yeah. out. Yeah. You see that this spot crazy. where you put a washer and dryer? <laughs> it's right there. Mm-hmm. You see oh, the plastic man. part? Just pop it. Just, um, I just can't give it a little. What, what else did her, <laughs> she not teach her clients through the process? Right. Like, and eight months later, she texted me again this week and I was just like, I'm not their landlord. Right. <laughs> They're yeah. homeowners. If you want to help them, oh do gosh. it. But it's your job. It's not mine. It's, you're right. not good at your job. I don't know how to help you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't like. I had, well, like I said, every story I start mm-hmm. off like, maybe we shouldn't say this, but in North Carolina, it used to be 14 days, but the offer to purchase and contract has a seven day grace period if a party can't mm-hmm. close at a certain time. So we had one. It was within the seven-day grace period, and it closed, and uh, everything was done. It was recorded and stuff. Or, no, it was about to be recorded. And then the lender and the buyer agent came back and said, we need this 4T amendment form to say that we're agreeing to change the closing date. 
I've had and, agents. Ask, and I'm yeah. like, mm-hmm. well, some lenders require it. Okay. However, in North Carolina, you got the seven day grace period. Yeah, so most attorneys don't need it. Yeah. And you don't, we had already signed though. Like right. my clients have signed, the other clients have signed. And this agent is arguing with me saying, we need this. I'm like, this form is saying that we're both going to agree you know, both parties are going to agree to change the closing date to mm-hmm. whatever date. And I'm like, mm-hmm. we've already closed. We've already signed. Yep. It's within the period. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got the other agent on board finally, and they had to go get their broker in charge, and they had oh, to verify. Course, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, you're right. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I could have saved you some time on that. Like, I'm not, not being arrogant. Like, right. if I don't know, I'll tell you, man, I have yeah. no oh, idea. Yeah. Let me call my real estate attorney or my big, yeah. and we'll find out. Yeah. But if I know and I'm telling you confidently, like, no, I know this, it's I do. In the contract. Well, then the lender, I, I'd said it wrong because it was first the buyer agent <clears throat> saying we need it. Then the lender called and was like, we're not going to send the final um, approval or whatever to get this thing done until we have that. And then the closing attorney, because the lender was out of state, okay. another important reason to use a good local, local. trusted lender. Mm-hmm. The lender was out of state. Well, they didn't know that North Carolina had that seven-day grace period because mm-hmm. the laws are different everywhere. And yep. they finally, the closing attorney, they went back and forth. And they're like, you need it. And the closing attorney's like, no, you don't. Right. So, And then they finally did it. But I just hate having to explain stuff like that where I'm like, yeah. this isn't up for debate. Mm-hmm. This isn't like, here's one thought and you can mm-hmm. Google. Here's another thought. Right. It's in paragraph 12 oh, on yeah. the offer to purchase and contract. Yeah, right I'll read you. it verbatim for you right now <laughs> if you want me to. But, you should uh, know that so well. Yeah. I mean, you have to, uh, yeah. I had but, mm-hmm. but again, a lender out of state, right. you know, they, they didn't know, know it well because mm-hmm. they, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, use a local trusted realtor. Use a local trusted lender mm-hmm. or don't. Like genuinely, I don't care if you don't, it's not going to bother me. <laughs> but if you're going to use the services of a real estate agent and a lender find some good local people mm-hmm. that yep. will work with you and know what they're doing one of my mm-hmm. last and listings, answer the phone yeah yeah <laughs> one of my last listings a buyer's agent told me way too much similar to that the other listing agent i mean basically oh my buyers are so excited they they're so you know they've already paid to get out of their lease early they've mm-hmm. already scheduled and paid for movers they've done i mean really telling me too much so when negotiations came for repairs i was like yeah. told my sellers i don't think well, right. i don't think we have any reason they're already all in and we knew they were all in and i, I mean I pretty, she really threw a fit and i said you kind of doing a disservice to your clients right. because you told me way too much you're not negotiating well for them mm-hmm. you're you're doing a great disservice to them by telling me way too much yeah, and I feel like I've got a sales background, and I feel like negotiating is one of my strong points. Mm-hmm. And it is sad sometimes because I'm the kind of person, I think you're like this, where there's times I want to reach across the phone and be like, hey, I want to help you. Like, you shouldn't yeah. be doing this. I had So there's a new agent um, recently, not this, this listing that just closed. Mm-hmm. So I guess like a month ago it went active. When it went active, we had multiple offers. Like I said, this agent sent me an offer to purchase on this home. And sent me their buyer agency agreement with their client and the working with real estate agents oh. brochure. And they're new and they're great agent, honestly, for being new. Yeah. They were very professional, yeah. great they're negotiating trying. and mm-hmm. oh, just killing. I'm actually meeting them for lunch tomorrow because they wanted to meet after we got, after it closed Overweight. and we yep. could talk about mm-hmm. some things. But um, yeah, they they sent their buyer agency agreement. And if you don't know... If you're listening to this and you don't know, that's like where the agent and the buyers have agreed on 
how much the agent's getting compensated and how long the term of their agreement is good for. Like, you know, if I were unethical and I saw that it were ex- it was expiring November 15th or something, I could try God to go after it, which I think they got under contract now, which I'm, I'm very happy for him because they're great. He's a great person. And, you know, I love doing a listing. I love marketing it and getting multiple offers, mm-hmm. but it always hurts having to tell the people that didn't get accepted yeah. no, especially when it's like, agents in your office mm. at, or like people that you're friends with that's yep. an agent and you're like look buddy love love to see you get mm-hmm. it but you know we can't well well what did they offer i can't tell you that right. like you know i can't tell you that yeah. um oh fun stuff mm. and, and i think in this business you have to you just gotta you gotta think about things and think, is this gonna put my clients in the best negotiating yeah. position? Is this gonna be a disadvantage for my clients mm-hmm. if I say this? And I've even learned- Less is more. Yes, and then sometimes when an issue pops up, I used to just respond right away. Oh yeah. And I've I learned now if it's not too. something that needs to be resolved like in the next hour, mm-hmm. let it simmer a minute. And sometimes these things resolve themselves. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, you know, it, it just, you come up with something better than what your initial response yep. would have been. So I, I've really tried harder to take more time to stop and think, okay, what is the very best solution for this? Instead of just a reaction mm-hmm. right away. Mm-hmm. But, oh, we're almost getting there. I'm, I'm going to have to roll soon. Okay. Peoples. I have been looking up. Uh, <laughs> been quiet the yeah. last couple of minutes. <laughs> Taylor's been yawning over there and looking up. Um, No, I was looking up case studies, one that might be Uh interesting Mm. to read. Um, Are these just in North Carolina, right? um, I'm on the North Carolina Real Estate Commission, but this story actually, or this case study comes from uh, Minnesota. Oh, it must have been good if they were talking about it in North Carolina. It's pretty bad. Okay. Um, On August 15th, 2018, The U.S. Department of Justice indicted a Minnesota real estate broker, his wife, and their real estate firm on multiple counts of mail and wire fraud. Oh, wow. Um, And they have to do a whole article talking about it being wrong. Yeah. (laughs) Like, here's Mm -hmm. why this is wrong, folks. (laughs) Um, I'm not going to read his whole name, but broker Jeff managed and sold foreclosed properties on behalf of institutional clients and worked with his wife Lori who was an accountant. The couple are alleged to have carried out a multi-year scheme to defraud corporate and institutional clients including Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac by collecting kickbacks from independent contractors for repairs. Um, The couple allegedly created and submitted sham builds to create a false appearance of competitive bidding for projects and awarded contracts only to contractors who are willing to pay a kickback. The couple faces up to 30 years in jail and a fine up to $1 million. Wow. Um, The fine may be increased up to twice the gain derived from the crime or the loss suffered by the victims. Um, One housing repair contractor has already pled guilty in connection with the investigation. What what do you think is worse, 30 years in jail or having to pay a million dollars? Well, they're doing both, so <laughs> they don't get the option. They don't get the hey, which one did you like better? Which one just kind of felt better, the mill or? Yeah, dang. First of all, thirty years. Like initially, I want to be like, man, that's extreme. But also, 
you kind of like don't screw with people's money and livelihoods. And Mm -hmm. I think fraud and lying just in general is one of the more deplorable things. I don't Mm -hmm. know. Yeah. Not like Mm -hmm. imagine like making like doing your business so poorly that it ends up like not just like you know oftentimes you read these and it's you know they suspended their real estate license yeah. mm-hmm. or like four months or yeah. something kind of silly yeah or, if it's really bad there will be a fine or something that they'll have to pay and surrender their license but this like the u.s department of justice got involved like that's rare jail like, time yeah. broker jeff and <laughs> the the fine may be increased up to twice the gain so whatever money they made yeah doubled for mm. but how do you pay that off and let, i mean either they're rich and they got okay we pay the fine now we're in jail mm-hmm. but if you're not rich yeah. are you like just i don't know you, that's your whole life i feel like you're just mm-hmm. done mm-hmm. at this point yeah how do you come back from that yeah i mean which you probably should be done but the thing is if you're in jail for 30 years do you like need the money like no that's three hots and a cot baby you taken care of at that (laughs) point the court is obviously gonna make them sell off yeah sell off all their their assets and Mm -hmm. the house cars yeah yep and then you know (laughs) i want to be that agent that sells that property what's the motivation for selling (laughs) well my seller just you know committed fraud for the past eight years (laughs) and they're gonna be in jail for 30 years now so Mm -hmm. yeah um, have you seen the back patio? <laughs> it is gorgeous. Have you it's seen the excellent? Crown yeah. Have you have you seen the safe in the basement where they held <laughs> hidden, stolen, laundered money? Mm-hmm. Oh, one of the houses one time that um, <clears throat> Jeremy had sold. It was uh, across the street from my house where this guy went to prison, drugs and whatnot. And mm-hmm. the guy who bought it was fixing it up, kind of flipping it. Opened up some of the walls. Mm-hmm. And was finding needles and money and stuff. And the, the, the police never found it. They never thought to just put some wow. holes in the walls and look. Isn't they've, that crazy? They've never watched a movie? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> the guy's house was raided. And, you know, of course, like... It's in the walls over. every time. Like, there's Joel <laughs> yeah. Osteen had money in the walls. Remember that? Didn't yeah. he get busted it, for that or something? Something like or, that. No, they... Oh, all right, so right. they were doing something at the church, right? Some plumber was in there, and they found like seventy-five thousand dollars cash in a wall in a bathroom or something. Oh my! I did not know mm-hmm. that story. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Wow. I shouldn't. Um, <laughs> I'm so in like real estate terms. I shouldn't misrepresent. Somebody Google the story and look it up yourself. But yeah, mm-hmm. it something like mm-hmm. that happened. Yeah. But the point is, it's always in the walls, like yeah. Taylor said. Yeah. yeah. I saw um, a reel the other day. This flipper was. Um, you know, demo day, whatever, tearing down drywall. And there were, I think he said after they weighed the amount of acorns, it came out to like a thousand pounds of acorns, like in between the walls from squirrels getting in the attic and just dumping their acorn stash. I had, speaking of squirrels in the attic, one of my earliest reels (laughs) I ever made was about squirrels in the attic because I went to a listing and it said there's squirrels in the attic and you were there and you could hear them and I was like, oh. do something about it. Yeah. Before, take <laughs> that extra, yeah, take that extra day to have somebody yeah. come out and remove the squirrels. Yeah, but who knows? Maybe the seller didn't have the money to be able to do that at the time. 
an agent wasn't going to help them, but as an agent, you probably should help them. <laughs> that's a, I mean, that's a tough that's a liability. Sale right what there. if like when I mean, squirrels come out? You can negotiate with a lot. It of wouldn't even bother Taylor. Taylor would be like, "No, nah, I'll, I'll handle that. <laughs> Just let the snake up there." Yeah. <laughs> Ka. The sna- oh well, I'm sorry. R.I.P. Ka. Yeah. What happened to the other one? You never told us that. Your your one snake you said died. Didn't you have another one too, or no? Um. Yeah. There was one. Um. That we had the other one. Was it named Ka too? Or Ka also? Or? No, his name was Craig. <laughs> Craig. <laughs> okay. Not what I um, picture for a snake, but okay. Yeah. Craig makes the snake seem so much less threatening. <laughs> okay, no. this is my snake, Craig. <laughs> he, I was scared first, but... He was okay. a menace. Um, we actually had like rescued him from mm, a museum. Pits of hell. Yeah. Um... <laughs> But anyway, he was... uh, Wait a second. When you air-quoted rescued from a museum, did you steal a snake from a museum? (laughs) No, I say it because, like, they... Like gave it to us. Okay, I just picture Taylor, like, sneaking out of the museum with a snake. We rescued it. No. It needed to be in captivity at my house, not in captivity (laughs) at the museum. No, it just was biting too many... um, (laughs) And you said, let me take that one home. (laughs) That's the thing is, like, he was a really good snake. He just got stressed out by being a program mm. animal. and uh, Kids yeah. banging on the thing, like, free will. Yeah. But, so anyway, he, um, but I think something with the fire, like, being in the water for too long, because um, mm. they didn't go in and get him right away, but something, like, messed up. Were you freaking out? I don't, mean, I don't want it to be, like, dramatic. But were you in the parking lot freaking out like, my snakes, go get my snakes. I got snakes in there. I feel like you know me well enough to know the <laughs> answer to that question. Probably like, you have any pets in there? And Taylor's probably like, I've got snakes in there, but you know. <laughs> it is what it is. Craig yeah. and Ta. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can get them great. If not, you know, we'll go steal another one from the museum. <laughs> They've got more. Um. But yeah, no, I feel like he just, um, he must have had some kind of brain damage or something because he, uh, like he would start biting at everything. Like there were some times where he would, like we would put, uh, you know, mouse in there to feed him and he wouldn't even like strike at the mouse. He'd just start biting himself. Yeah. And, mm. uh, wow. That's so, sad. Kind of. Yeah. Now I feel bad making fun of your son. <laughs> so he had to be, um put down because he had some kind of he was messed up but yeah all right well i have to go soon so i just want to say it has been so fun to have you on again hosanna and i've enjoyed it thanks it's been a pleasure to be here again Mm -hmm. what tell us your social media again i know last time you know, you were kind of like, well, I got two accounts, and you still do. So I, yeah, I still haven't decided have, how to. Do you have one you want to push, or both, or anything, or your website, or anything you want to promote or p- talk about? The floor is yours. <laughs> My Instagram is Hosanna Hill, I think, or Hill Hosanna. It's Ho- one of the two. Hosanna Hill, I think. It'll be in the yeah. description. I'll look it up. Yeah. And Taylor will put it in there. Yeah. So was this episode of the podcast or was this recording period better for you than the first time? <laughs> or was it like just as bad? I would say it was better. 
better, but I do miss Kimberly. <clears throat> I know. I wish, I wish Kimberly was here. She's. We were talking about it earlier. Her schedule. She wasn't able to make it. But I mm. think next week or sometime mm-hmm. we're gonna get um, a few more episodes recorded with her. So good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know she misses being here. Also. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> we didn't even talk about music. You said you wanted to. Talk oh, I know. Music. Yeah, because you always mm-hmm. like every piece of not every but like almost every song you post on a tiktok or a story or something i'm like i listened to that band because i guess we just both grew up and like probably more conservative yeah Yeah, in the bible Mm -hmm. belt and uh i don't know even just like reliant k and Mm -hmm. some of these that to me now they're so like cheesy and poppy but they still have (laughs) like all the nostalgia for me Mm -hmm. um but you always i always see you share stuff like that and you were at like a concert or shared a clip of something did you go to house of blues recently in myrtle beach yes i sure did okay so my i might have said this last time i can't remember but my family my grandmother has a condo um in like right behind the house of blues Mm -hmm. i'm going blank on what it's called i haven't been down there in a while and you could literally walk to it so i keep i haven't been to a show there Mm -hmm. i wanted to see how it was number one because i keep looking like how cool would it be i could go down there to a show Mm -hmm. and just walk up there but that same show uh, who was that i can't remember sleeping with sirens okay cool the used was there yeah i didn't even see that on the are you serious because i I totally would have drove down there really heard of them don't hate me i know i know but my best friend did and she liked them so they we stuck really? around, and as I heard some of their music, I was like, oh, I've, I've heard this before. But I didn't associate. I didn't know their name. I didn't. But they were oh, good. They wow. were crazy. I love crazy. The used, by they, the way. This one drunk dude. They're one of my favorite bands I've ever seen live. They're pretty good. They're pretty, yeah. they're pretty good. It was one drunk dude. They absolutely nailed him. I mean, he, <laughs> middle of one of the songs, or I guess it was like in between two songs, he's screaming bloody murder to talk to the singer in the yeah. crowd. And the dude's finally like, Shut up. Like, I'm not stopping <laughs> I'm sure the show it wasn't for you. That nice. Oh, no. Wasn't and then, nice. so finally, the dude's just like, What do you want? And the guy's like, Can you make an announcement to tell people to stop pushing? Are you kidding? This is a standing concert. Like, everyone, yeah. the, he was literally like two feet from the mosh pit, too. So I was like, you back can't. up, dude. Yeah, back seriously. up. Yeah, Go to you, the back. When you bought your tickets, worse. did you ever once think like? Honestly, <laughs> were they all general admission, and then you can buy like some seated yes. sections? VIP or seat, yeah. Also, had no idea. So I got me and my friend a drink, and I'm thinking it's Myrtle Beach. It's a concert venue. It's gonna be a little expensive. Two drinks. Guess how much it was. Fifty dollars. Twenty-four dollars. Thirty-nine. Oh my god! For two drinks, I I literally thought he was joking at first, and I started laughing. He's like, "No, I'm serious. It's thirty And I said, "For two drinks?" Wow. And I was like, "Well, I guess I gotta pull my card out because I didn't have that much cash." I mean, I was like, "That's insane." Mm. That's ridiculous. It is. I couldn't believe it. So they're trying to not sell drinks, I guess. Like. But yeah, wow. I've, been, I've been wanting to go down there, and dang, I didn't know the used cool was there because yeah. I saw the used, and um, oh, I can't even remember the name of this other band. I'm going just blank. Was it Circa Survive? Yeah, I saw mm-hmm. Circa Survive. That's who it was. Circa Survive and mm-hmm. the Used, and it was such a great concert. Yeah. But um, do you like oh, yeah. like Dashboard Confessional? Oh, okay. I know like some of their Back songs. Sunday, yes, any yes. brand new they, or anything brand new? They were kind of uh, back and forth around Taking Back Sunday time. I just like anything mm. that's early 2000s, yeah. mid-2000s. Mm-hmm. Do you like Jimmy Eat World? 
They're okay. I like some of their songs. Oh, yeah. you gotta. I think if I don't know, I think you'd like some Jimmy Eat World. Maybe. I, I mean, I, I have some there on my favorites, mm-hmm. but I, I don't like go through their albums. Yeah. Play every single, you know. It's funny how it's changed because when when I was in high school, I had my CD player in my car and I had mm-hmm. my whole thing full of CDs, mm-hmm. and you put the CDs in. I even had before that. Um, I had a '97 Ford Explorer, and it had the cassette tape player. Yep. So I had the cassette tape shape that had the wire coming out of it that yep. you could plug, plug into in your aux cord or something, right? Yeah, but this was no, this was before oh, that. Oh. <laughs> this was the cassette tape with a cable that plugged into a seat, like a Walkman type thing. Okay. Like a CD uh-huh. player. <clears throat> so you would put the CD in it and set it down, and I'd have oh, it sitting gosh. in my floor with this cable going to the cassette. To then play it through the speakers. And you would listen to more albums straight through. Or mm-hmm. we had like burned CDs. Everybody had yep. burned oh, CDs. I've got some of those. But now I don't think people listen to music the same. Like no, when just I like sit on a down. Shuffle and it like yeah. new bands pop up and I'm, you know, yeah. I, yeah. It almost defeats I listen the, to the purpose same stuff. of bands like releasing full albums. Like mm-hmm. just yeah. do a single because mm-hmm. that. Ultimately, the single is going to be the only one that like ninety percent of people yeah. are going to listen to. And a lot of albums, they have like it used to be more important than it is now to sort of have a flow to it, mm-hmm. and they'd have like an interlude yep. in the middle. And mm-hmm. it's funny, I'd seen something before. I forget the theory on it. It was like supposed to be back in the early two thousands and stuff. That track four was the best on like every album, really? or <laughs> I think it was track four. But it's interesting to look mm-hmm. at those things now. And now it's so different. And it used to be that you had to have a, a record label and all mm-hmm. these things. Now you produce a song in your house oh, yeah. with the mm-hmm. technology. Mm-hmm. There's people that are talented enough. You make it sound as professional as anything else. Mm-hmm. And you can go viral on TikTok. Yep. Who's the guy? Oliver Anthony, right? Mm-hmm. The oh, red-haired yeah. singer. Yep. Mm-hmm. Just like takes and off. Oh, he yeah. didn't really even well. have recording software. Right. Mm-hmm. He <laughs> was just like standing there with an acoustic playing. Just it's recording awesome. from yeah. his phone. Yeah. Yeah. But right. most mu- new music nowadays is not good. Like, I don't mm-hmm. even turn the radio on. I can't. I don't I mean, either. even K-Love sometimes. I'm like, this yeah. is okay background music, but it's not good, like, mm-hmm. good music. You mm-hmm. know, it's just, mm-hmm. they don't make it like they used to. Do you like, <laughs> um, this is kind of like switching genres a little bit, but do you like rap at all? I'm not the biggest fan. Because I like is NF. you here and there. Oh, um, they have like a few. Um, he's got, you know. Yeah, I played Taylor an NF song or told him to listen to it one day coming mm-hmm. home. And he's like, I listened to it. It's just not my thing, which mm-hmm. I get it. But he's his kind of music is you need to listen to it by yourself one night when you can focus and listen. Because it's, uh-huh. I mean, some songs are kind of poppier and mm-hmm. stuff. But he's got some that the lyrics are just so deep and good. And as a as a real estate agent... I feel like you you got to kind of be emo a little bit because it can be to. depressing you sometimes, and you need some kind of outlet. If you don't, you need some good all time low or if, something. If, like. <laughs> if you haven't driven home, um, crying, singing some mm-hmm. song before, like you're missing out. It's fun. Oh, yeah. It's a good emotional release. Um, oh yeah, I do have mm-hmm. to go now. I'm so sorry. All right, but thank you so much, Hosanna. Thanks Unless for you, having did me. you stop it already? Yeah, thank it. Oh, sorry, no, I I thought. Oh, I, I thought you stopped the recording. So No, I haven't yet. Thanks, Hosanna, again. My pleasure. We really, Thank really you. appreciate you. And we'll definitely have you back again sometime. Maybe Thank we can you. have Hosanna back one day when Kimberly's here, too, and we can all mm-hmm. fight about coffee. Rendezvous. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. If you're, yeah, I think we're doing it next week. So 